Hello everyone, welcome back to Everything and More. I'm your host, Jasmine. So today's topic, we'll be talking about it's never too late. And I know you've probably heard people often speak of being middle-aged as a time of a midlife crisis. And, you know, a midlife crisis can be caused by aging itself or aging in a combination with changes, problems, or regrets over work, career, relationships, children, and physical changes associated with aging. And it's so often that we see individuals experiencing a midlife crisis, they are often searching for an undefined dream or goal. And they may have a deep sense of remorse for goals not yet accomplished. They may fear humiliation among more successful people or colleagues. And they may often desire to achieve a feeling of youthfulness. But what I found out is at the root of all these things is a sense of something being missing. And there's often a tragic tragic wisdom in a midlife crisis as individuals realize the emptiness of much of what they used to strive for, even if what they replace it with is not always particularly wise. So, you know, no matter how long you have traveled in the wrong direction, you can always turn around. And I've learned with the help of God and prayer and focusing, you know, it's never too late to make a new start and ensure that your life is set in the right direction. So if you want to read these scriptures, I was today I read Proverbs chapter 10. I read the whole chapter, but we'll kind of be talking about verses one through 10 and I was thinking about the I don't know if you ever heard of the phrase applying the rock the rocking chair. Um, but a successful businessman who is well known to be a man of extraordinary integrity, he wrote in an article that he applies the rocking chair test to all his decisions. He pictures him he, he what he says is he pictures himself one day in his retirement sitting in his rocking chair and looking back on the decisions he has made what he will decide was a good decision and what he would decide was a bad decision he wants to ensure that the decisions he makes now he would not regret later so in that passage you know it shows us the things we need to avoid avoid such as malice foolish gossip and laziness these are things that will critical and they are critical to our walk and they can hinder us if we get caught up in these things you know having a bad heart you know sitting with people who are not talking about anything that's going to be fruitful you know gossiping about others you know those things you know they hold you up on what you're supposed to be doing they keep you in a place of dysfunction and being lazy, being lazy for me is dysfunctional. You, you're you comfortable with not doing anything. You're comfortable with being in the same place. But with honesty and integrity, they are the keys to a life without regret. Without regret. You know, ill-gotten gain gets you nowhere. A honest life is immortal. A good and honest life is a blessed memorial, and a wicked life leaves a rotten stench, a rotten smell, a rotten taste. It leaves, it just does not leave anything good in your life. It does not give God a good aroma about you, and it does not have a good aroma on yourself, even when you're around others. 
But if you can live honestly and with integrity, you can be confident and carefree. And the enemy will always try to make you think that, oh, you don't always need to tell the truth or you don't need to be a woman or a man of honesty or a woman or a man of integrity because he doesn't want you to have confidence. He doesn't want you to live a carefree life. But when you but the dishonest will be caught shifty is sure to be exposed and when you are crafty and when you are doing things to try to get by just thinking of the day that you're living in or you're doing things to try to get over on people or you are moving in a wicked way in a way that's not positive you will surely be caught so it's so much better for us to live honestly and with integrity because that is when we get confidence and we get we 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 begin to live a carefree life and when you walk in honesty and you tell people the truth you begin to feel better you don't have that burden of oh man I should have told them the truth or the burden of oh man I feel so heavy because I couldn't tell them how I actually felt so I always pray every day I found a small prayer to say to help me with my walk I always say Lord help me today to be wise and righteous to avoid malice and foolish gossip and to live a life of diligence honesty and integrity And when you do these things, you set your life in the right direction. And, you know, I've been reading Luke chapter 18 and chapter 19. If you want to go read that, those are great books to help you stay on the right path, to just show you, you know, how Jesus came to make it possible for our lives to be redeemed and transformed. So in Luke chapter 18, verses 31, he takes the 12 aside the 12 disciples aside and explains that the purpose for which he has come will involve being mocked insulted spat on flogged and killed but on the third day he will rise again it is the crucifixion and the resurrection of jesus that provides hope for every human being so with that even though in your life When you're choosing to be a woman and a man of honesty and integrity, you will be mocked. You will be insulted. People will spit on you and people will even try to kill your character because you're walking in something that they are not walking in. And when you're honest with people and you tell people the truth, you know, sometimes people will look at that as if you are being too hard on them or you have a problem with them or you quote unquote, you're hating on them. But that's not the truth. The truth will set people free. But when people are not in a position to receive truth what do they receive they receive dysfunction they receive it as you are coming up against them they receive it as you are talking about them they receive it as you're being harsh but no sometimes when you tell people the truth like hey I can I see you I see you doing better you're settling you're you're aiming too low let your aim be higher or no you don't need to be in that place because that place ain't going to do nothing but keep you in a place from not receiving better and when they when people are not in a place to receive that you know receive truth and honesty then they see it as you coming against them and when you do that you're going to be mocked and when I say mock people are going to say oh here come Mrs. or Mr. 
two good shoes, two good shoes, or who think they all that, or, you know, Mr. Judgment or Mrs. Judgment. And it's honestly, you guys, it's not judgment. God wants us to walk in honesty. He wants us to walk in integrity. And if someone asks us something, you know, you respond in a wise way. But if you know, if you know that something a person is doing that you're connected to, that you need to speak up on it and be honest about the situation and tell them the truth. If they get upset, then it's okay. They may mock you. They may insult you. But it's okay because I guarantee you, they may not receive it that day or that time. But eventually the words that honestly that you spoke and God is going to deal with them on it. So we have to always be, we always have to walk in honesty and integrity. And that's what Jesus, he was an example of that. You know, he did everything right and he still was insulted. He still was mocked. But, you know, um, like I said, it was the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus that provided hope for every human being. And the blind man is an example of someone whose life is totally transformed by an encounter with Jesus. And I want to put a nugget there. Sometimes in order to to get your life back on track and to realize it's never too late. You just need an encounter with God or you need an encounter with Jesus or you need to get in the word and read how God made a way for the Israelites or God parted the Red Sea or Jesus healed the woman with the issue of blood or how Jesus healed the blind man. Sometimes all you need is an encounter to be able to shift and to change. And with the blind man, he was a, it was a man whose life had ended up with him sitting by the roadside begging. And this blind man was transformed when he cried out for mercy. Another note, sometimes you got to cry out for mercy. Sometimes you got to cry and say, I'm tired of being where I am. I'm ready for change. I've been in this place too long. Sometimes you got to cry and beg for your transformation. And as the, as the, the blind man is, you know, sitting on the on the roadside begging he is transformed he he is transformed when he cries cries out for mercy and jesus says to him go ahead see again your faith has saved and healed you the healing was instant he looked up seeing and then followed jesus and then followed jesus glorifying him and that's in chapter and that's in luke but In order for you to receive your deliverance, in order for you to receive your healing, in order for you to go to that next place in God, you have to have faith that it's going to happen before you can see it. Because clearly, if God comes back and tell you, I've healed you from everything of your past, I've healed you from the naysayers, I've healed you from things that is going to hinder you, I've healed you from the trauma of your past, If you don't have faith to believe that this is going to happen, then you're going to find your place. You're going to find yourself in a confused place. But the blind man's faith saved and healed him. So it was never too late for him to receive his healing because that blind man, he continued to beg and cry out for his transformation. And eventually he got it through his faith. He was saved. Not only was he healed, but he was saved. So you can 
be saved. You can be healed. You can be put back. Your feet can be placed back on solid ground. You can go after your dreams. You can go after your visions. You can get a better relationship with God. You can have a better relationship with your family. You can have a better relationship with your coworkers. You can have more opportunities come to you, but it's going to deter- your faith is going to determine how far your reach go. And I don't know if you guys know about um, Zacchaeus, but his in- um, he also encountered with Jesus. And I think Zacchaeus, he probably, he probably was not young. And as a chief tax collector, he had reached the top of his profession. He was still able to run and climb a tree at least, but he wasn't getting any younger. He had became wealthy and his work was probably his priority. And as a chief tax collector, Zacchaeus would have had people working under him. He would have been promoted many times and he could look back with satisfaction upon his achievements. Yet, as a tax collector, the personal cost of his work was unpopular. People in Zacchaeus' situation often resent their job and feel trapped and feel trapped in their chosen life. Now, I want you to sit and take a moment and think about the job that you work. And sometimes when you wake up and you feel like, oh, I don't feel like going to this job. or Oh, I don't feel like doing this. And you feel trapped, but you know, there's more on the inside of you. You know, God has given you some, some gifts and some talents. And, you know, you feel like you're just in this place where you're trapped and you can't get out. And you feel like this, this is not it. This is more, it's more, it's more to be done. And it's so easy to resent your job. Just like Zacchaeus, he, he resented his job and he felt trapped in his chosen life. And we can see ourselves in his story and Zacchaeus, you know, he would most likely have had a family and we read of his quote unquote house. Perhaps he worked very hard for them. He worked hard for his houses. He worked hard for all the things that he had. And a midlife crisis can be devastating to a family life. And a person in a midlife crisis can become angry depressed and resentful to those closest to them feeling that no matter how hard they work their family require more than they can earn and Zacchaeus was almost certain from a, he almost, he came from a religious home his parents called him Zacchaeus Zacchaeus and that name means the righteous one but now religious people can regard religious people regarded him as a sinner because he was collecting taxes from his own people to give to the Romans and taking a lot of it for himself. Still, he wanted to see who Jesus was. He must have realized he had a need for all his money, his success, his family life and quote unquote religion. There was still something missing. And Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus without Jesus seeing him. And many people feel that because of their sin and imperfections, God would turn away from them. But God loves imperfection, imperfection, and he loves imperfect people. And instead of turning away from God, you, you know, he turns towards you. And God would not turn away from you. And I want you to understand that. That that thought you've been thinking for so long, thinking that God is not going to see me because my sin is great, or God is not going to see me because I'm not where I'm supposed to be, or I haven't been who he's called me to be. God will never turn away from you. He turns towards you. And I want you to understand that today. And just like Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, he did not realize that you cannot, I'm saying this, (laughs) you cannot hide from God. 
And Jesus knew him and he even knew his name. Zacchaeus did not realize that Jesus loved him and wanted to know him. And whatever you have done in your life and whatever whatever your imperfections are, Jesus loves you and wants to be in relationship with you. But he requires a response. And in a dramatic moment of encounter, in an of in a dramatic moment of an encounter, Jesus said to Zacchaeus, "Come down immediately." And what that means when when you are told to come down, that means to humble yourself. And Zacchaeus humbled himself and obeyed Jesus. He did not put it off. He came down at once and welcomed him gladly. Jesus was not put off by the negative response of the crowd. And you guys have to go and read Luke to understand this. And the result was a total transformation in Zacchaeus' life. He decided to give half of his possessions to the poor. And he said, if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. His attitude to possessions changed completely. The question for us should not be, how much can I get? But the question should be, how much can I give? His whole family was transformed. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house. Salvation come to this household in the arrival of Jesus. Salvation means freedom. It means a relationship with Jesus that goes on forever. This puts even a midlife crisis in perspective. Finally, you, like Zacchaeus, can be a part of God's transformation of society. The transformation in Zacchaeus and his household brought benefits for the poor and justice for those who had been cheated. His crucial decision to follow Jesus certainly passes the rocking chair test. And it's so important that we always just say, Lord, thank you that you love me and that you often use a crisis to transform my life for better. And Lord, help me to encounter you afresh today. And when we say that, we are setting the atmosphere to live a wholehearted life. Um, recently, I sat next to a 86-year-old woman and she was in a wheelchair. I soon realized that although her body was failing, her mind was not. She raised some very difficult theological issues. When I asked her what she thought the answer was to these questions, she replied with a verse from this passage. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us, to our children and forever. She said she had come to realize that some things we did not know the answer to, but others, such as the kind of questions she, was being, she had been raising, we would probably not know those answers in this life. They were part of the secret things that belong to the Lord. And there are some things, however, that do, not belong, that do belong to us. God has revealed to us how to live well and wisely. And we need to avoid getting sidetracked from God thinking I'll I'll live just the way I please thank you and end up and end up ruining life for everyone and yourself and the way to know that you will be at peace in your rocking chair is to listen and obey God wholeheartedly obey him with your heart and soul he'll have compassion on you he'll come back and pick up the pieces and you will make a new start listening obediently to God Nothing half-hearted here, you guys. You must return to God, your God, totally wholehearted and, and with a whole healthy soul, holding nothing back. And it's never too late to start living a wholehearted life. So I want to pray with you. Lord, help me 
from now on and the people that are listening to live a life of wholehearted obedience to you. May today be a new start. Help us to obey you wholeheartedly, Lord. Help us to understand that it's never too late to start a fresh new life. It's never too late to walk in love. It's never too late to walk in honesty and integrity. God, speak to us. Give us directions. Show us in which way we should go. And God, let us look back on Zacchaeus who made a drastic a drastic decision to be transformed in his crisis so that his family could be transformed so that the people around him could be transformed and God I know all we need is an encounter with you so I'm praying God that the people that are listening today that they will have an encounter with you and that they will be transformed in the encounter and God I thank you God that you still embrace us no matter what we do no matter what decisions we make God you will encounter and you will receive us with open arms God we we reverse every thought that is a hindrance to us this morning and we speak that we can we speak that I am we speak that transformation belongs to me we speak that everything that we shall have in you it will come in your time God and God help us to be faithful help us to be faithful all the over the little things that you have given us today oh God and God help us Lord God to continue to trust your way and to trust your will and help us to be those people that you have called us to be help us to be a lending hand help us to be a helping hand to those help us to be nice to people on today because God we don't know when we're encountering our angels so today God I pray that you will shift the minds of people that are listening this morning shift their minds to understand that it's never too late no matter if you're 15 or you're or you're 25 or you're 45 or you're 80 God can transform you in in a second so never think that you're too old to be transformed. Your body may be saying one thing, but once you shift your mind, your body has to follow what your mind thinks. So I pray transformation on today in the name of Jesus. And you guys, this is everything and more. And I thank you for coming to listen. I thank you for always being tuned in on this, on my podcast as it grows, you know, and I thank you for trusting me for I live by the scripture Romans 1:16 now because God has been so good to me and I can't do anything without being without God. I can't do anything without prayer. I can't do anything without without consulting with God and being who God called me to be. So as I want you to stand on Romans 1:16 and it says you know, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. And remember, salvation is freedom to everyone that believe it. So that's what I live by. I get my salvation through God and I live free. I live free and I live a confident life knowing that God has bought me out so much, knowing that I have made bad decisions. I've done things that have not been pleasing, but even in my crisis, even in my moments of destruction, even in my moments of making bad decisions, God has still welcomed me with open arms. God has still put my feet back on solid ground when I had stepped off of the solid foundation that God has given me and I stepped into quicksand and I was never satisfied. Every time my foot would get high, I would sink back down into my emotions or things that was not fulfilling. But when I decided, God, I want more, he placed my feet on solid ground. And just like God did it for me, he will do it for you. So I encourage you to understand that it's never too late 
to start that business it's never too late to get back on track with god it's never too late to make that relationship right with god and that family member that friend that friend that you you know you don't talk to anymore it's never too late to do it do it now today this is the day this is a new day a fresh day do it today do it now don't wait don't don't put it off don't put off those things that you know god has been tugging at your heart to do you know we got to have a clean heart our motives have to be pure and every day you should always say lord create me a clean heart on today and renew the right spirit within me because i want to operate in the right spirit i don't want to operate in a spirit that's not pleasing to god and i want to operate in the spirit of malice i don't want to operate in a spirit of foolishness a spirit of gossip you know i want to operate in a spirit of honesty and integrity so i can live a confident and carefree life so always every time your feet hit that ground Every time you're heated the floor, every time God opens up your eyes on a new day, you should always say, God, thank you for waking me up this morning. And you begin to counsel. I counsel every assignment of the enemy. And people may think that's cliche, but I'm not. Listen, you're not going to I'm not going to be entangled with the plans of the enemy. So I counsel every assignment of the enemy every day that I wake up. I counsel the assignment of low self-esteem. I counsel the assignment of lack. I counsel the assignment of unforgiveness. I counsel the assignment of being easily frustrated. See, these are the assignments. These assignments come to you to try to hinder your walk. And it tries to stop you from going forth in what you want and desire in your heart. You know, I counsel the assignments of the serpent. You know, people dressed up as sheep but they are wolves god exposed the head and the hand of the enemy these are things that i say daily and these things will help you see you know things more clearly and you begin to say god create me a clean heart you know let me see people how you see people and yes people are going to make you frustrated people are going to make you want to come out of that place with god and act a fool with them but you got to stay prayed up and like I'm telling you, it's never too late to change your mind. It's never too late to change your focus. You can go from being a gossiper to being someone who is wholeheartedly focused on God. It's never too late. So don't put God in a box. God can transform you in an encounter with him. So my prayer for people is, Lord, let people have an encounter with you and let them be transformed in the, in the midst of it. So you can get your healing. You can get your transformation. You can get your power. You can get everything that you lost in a season back with God. It's never too late. So I pray that you are encouraged. I hope that this word has, you know, this podcast has, you know, blessed you and gave you a push to go and do it, sis. Go do it, bro. You got this. Whatever it is you want to do, you don't got to worry about what people are saying. People always are going to make up they own assumptions of what you should do but god when you when you link up with god and you have that encounter with god god begins to do stuff on the inside and if the inside is correct the outside got to follow and i had to get a little country with you guys because when the inner you is healed and the inner you is whole and the inner you is right 
and the inner you has value, then what do you do on the outside? You begin to attract value. You begin to attract wholeness. You begin to attract peace. You begin to attract love. You begin to attract all the things that's on the inside of you. Your heart will be filled with love and every issue that comes out is going to come from a place of love. Even if you encounter things that makes you frustrated, things that make you second guess sometimes, you're still going to operate from a place of love because that is what is on the inside of you you attract what's on the inside of you so I'm proposing a question ask yourself today what is hindering me from believing that it's never too late for me to start fresh today what thoughts are hindering me what values are hindering me what word curses are hindering me what generational curses are hindering me who around me is hindering me from going forward in a better life ask yourself because this is not the season this is not the time and especially if you are getting older in age this is not the time to just be connected with people who just want to turn up and I hate to say it I am the person that's just going to say stuff, say, just keep it real. And I don't have no problem with people that like to turn up to each is on. If that's what you like to do, that's cool. But when I'm talking to the people who have visions and who have goals and who have things and who want to go places in their life, I'm talking to you. When you have visions and when you have dreams and you have goals and you have things you've set aside, you have short-term goals and long-term goals, you cannot be connected to people that do not bring peace, that do not bring value, that do not bring encouragement, that do not bring, you know, structure, people that do not hold you accountable. You cannot afford to be connected to people that is not going somewhere. It's like people... It's like you, you're an airplane and you're trying to take off, but you can't take off because the runway is not clear. And that runway is filled with people that are not pushing your vision, people that do not like to pray, people that do not have a relationship with God, like the relationship you're pursuing, you know, they're distractions and they're, they're holding off, they're holding you up on your takeoff. So I'm telling you, this is not the season to be connected to anything that does not bring peace, that does not bring value, that does not bring hope, that does not bring joy, that does not expand your mind because God put people in your life that's going to hold you accountable. He put people in your life that are resilient. I always pray, Lord, let me be around resilient people because when you get get around people that are resilient and you get around people that are successful and you get around people that have a relationship with God, I always say, God let me be around these people and let me be empowered don't become envious when you get around people that are successful you become empowered not envious you break that spirit of being envied by someone else's success and be empowered and be encouraged and be enthused and say okay God if you're doing it in their life what makes me different I breathe just like they breathe I bleed just like they bleed I'm a human just like they are I have emotions just like they do so this is the things that we have to realize that it's in God sent people in our lives to empower and encourage us not for us to be envious and jealous so you have to get around like-minded people people that are going to say I see you. I see what you're doing. And it may what you're doing right now may not be coming off of the ground yet and it may not it may not have taken off yet, but I see this thing going somewhere. Like this is great. I can see you doing this. You need people that are going to push you as you push them. You don't want to be the only well pouring out and your well is dry and can't nobody pour back into you. 
get around like-minded people and you, your prayer should be, Lord, let me be in, empowered and let me be encouraged by the, the, the more successful people you're going to bring into my life. The people that know themselves, the people that are walking in confidence, the people that are walking in honesty, the people that are walking in the identity of who you've called them to be. Let me be encouraged. Don't let me feel shame. Don't let me feel little. We, we, we silence the voices of shame. I silence the voices of guilt. I silence every voice that would try to torment me to make me feel little and less than because I'm around people that know who they are. You got to say these things. You got to be intentional about your walk. You got to be intentional about the things of God. And you got to put your best foot forward. And you got to run with what God is giving you. But if you are trying to run with what God is giving you. With people who ain't ready to move their feet. With people who are okay with gossiping. With people who are okay with being messy. With people who are being okay with being lazy. That slowful spirit. Who don't want nothing in life. You're going to be frustrated. And you're going you're gonna to grieve the Holy Spirit. Because God is causing you, telling you to run and God is telling you that I want you to get here but he's saying you can't take everybody that don't want to go it's like trying to get it's, it's like trying to force my toddler who's three years old it's like I'm trying to force her to eat some food that she does not like my child is very picky and that's how you have to be with your friends. You have to be strategic about the people that you allow in your life. Because if you allow people in your life that feels like, oh, I'm just living my life. This is me. This is who I am. You got to take me as I am and leave me where I Well, I'm going to leave you where you are. But I'm saying, if you stay around people like that, you're never going to be able to hold on to what the vision that God has given you. You're going to find yourself stuck in a place of feeling like I'm too old to do this. Look at everybody around me. Everybody around me ain't doing nothing. And see, that's why you got to change your circle. Because when you change your circle from darkness to light, you begin to see that, oh, it's never too late. You know, I'm around people that's just started out in their late 30s. So you got to get around like-minded people. And I'm sorry, I did not know that this podcast was going to extend to that. But I just wanted to take a moment to speak to you, to encourage you, to let you know that I know you're listening to this. And I know you may be driving. I know you may be sitting at home on the couch. I know you may be at your computer desk. I know you may be at work. I know you may be a little frustrated. I know you may be a little tired of being where you are. But listen, this is the time to rise up in God. This is the time to understand that God is going to do something great in your life. But you gotta move your feet sis you gotta move your feet bro you gotta get up and you gotta get away from people who have slow like feet you gotta get away from people who don't want anything you gotta get away from people that are just okay with just turning up and getting high and drinking and no visions and no goals and no you're not judging them and no you don't think you're better than them but no you want more you want more than just 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 numbing pains or just numbing you know situations because God has more for you and you got to change your circle in order to see that it's not too late for you to start fresh. You, it's not too late. It is not too late. I'm telling you now, it is not too late for you to start something new. It's not too late for you to do what you have desired to do for so long. Yeah, it's going to be hard some days. Some days you're going to wake up super pumped. And then some days you're going to be like, ooh, child. But when you get around like-minded people and you're able to be honest with them, you're able to say, hey, these are my goals for this week. And 
and they keep you they they hold you accountable and they say hey how's it going you know how's i know you said you wanted to put out a you know you may like arts and crafts. You like you may like to sing. You may like to rap. You know you may be in school and you may say I want to I want to get an A this week. And you know they ask you, hey, how's the studying going along? I know we aiming for an A. So you got to have people in your ear that speak into your future. You don't need people in your ear that speak into your 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 past or people that look like your past because everything you're going to encounter coming before you, it's going to look just you're going to look at it from a, in a lens of your past and you're not going to be able to receive new because you're going to think everything that's going to come to you it's gonna it's gonna be in you're gonna be looking for something from your past and you're gonna be looking for something to go wrong when God is saying no I'm trying to shift you higher I'm trying to take you somewhere and nothing is gonna be like your past so I need you to change the channel from your past to changing the channel back to God and God will never make you shame God would never leave you nor forsake you God would never let you fall without catching you when you say i'm gonna walk with god and i'm gonna trust god god will always be your lily in the valley god will always be your comforter god will always speak to you in those low places god will always be with you god will always be your jehovah jireh god will always be your provider god will always be the alpha and omega of your life god will always be the ending and the begin and i say this all the time because i want you to know that god is not gonna leave you without he's not gonna leave you in a place where you have nothing he when you trust him God said who the son sets free is free indeed so Jesus has already set you free you just gotta walk in your freedom and you have the freedom to walk away from anything that is dead anything that is not progressing anything that's not bringing no pro productive things to your life anything that's not bearing fruit you have the right to walk away because Jesus has already set you free you don't owe people an explanation of oh well I can't do that anymore and they want to know why no you don't owe no one an explanation of why you want better you just let your actions be your response and sometimes you just got to walk away and let your actions be your response. Because sometimes you guys, when you don't know what to say, when you're going in a trans, when you're transition, trans, when you're in a transition with God and God is beginning to show you that, you know, you can do this now. It does not matter how old you are. When God begins to show you that all you need to do is make a step. Sometimes God is saying you, you can't say nothing in this moment. You just got to let your actions speak for you. Then that's okay. Because when God shifts and change you and when you make up in your mind that I'm aiming for better and I want better and I want to see my life elevated through God and I want to be a glory carrier and I want to empower people and I want people that come in the midst of me. I want them to be changed. I want them to feel whole. I want them to feel like they can run a marathon. Then that, that will, people will be able to see your actions. And sometimes it takes you being the one to make the hard decision to go back and save your friends that didn't want to go with you in the run, that didn't want to go to the, the didn't want to start at the, the race, that didn't want to start at the line to run the race. Sometimes you got to make the difficult decision. And sometimes you got to be the one that say, okay, I'll make this decision. And I know that I'm not only doing it for me, but I'm doing it for those that's, 
that are that I had to leave or I had to come from amongst. I know that if I can get through this and I keep running with God, see your run is gonna your the, the wind from your run is gonna hit those that are on side of you and behind you or those that are that are that are in the stands watching you. And sometimes the people that you can't take with you, God allows them to sit in the stands of the race and to see you run and to see you go through persecution and not give up and to see you go through lack and not give up and see you go through things that that seems just not normal and the fact that they're, they're going to see your run they're going to see your fight they're going to see your passion they're going to see your desire and as God let them watch you in the race and when they see you finish the race then they are going to be encouraged then God is going to put something on them that makes them receive you so sometimes you got to come from amongst the people that are familiar, the people that want, they want change and they talk about change, but they're not making no movements. And sometimes you got to be the one to make the movement and you got to be the one to show them, Hey, it's never too late. No matter what you've done. Yeah. You, yeah. You just got done fighting yesterday, but it's never too late for God to change you. But see, sometimes we think that we got to make we got to prove this point to people that God has, you know, God has shifted me and God has changed me from doing that. But and then, you know, now we got to explain to people, well, how did God just, how did God shift you in a day and you was just fighting yesterday? See, that's when you know you're dealing with people, dealing with natural minded people, because the scripture says the natural, the natural man receives it, not the spiritual things. And if you don't know God and you don't know how you can be transformed in an encounter and how God can change your tongue palette in a second then you'll be explaining yourself to people who never understand what you're saying it's like you speaking Chinese or you're speaking a whole foreign language to people that that don't understand what you're saying that's what it's like speaking to a natural minded man when you're walking in the spirit or when you are doing when you know God is moving internally and you're talking to people who only move in an external way I can only move in an external way I don't know what you're talking about in the inner you know you make you know you can't stay around people who only want to work on the outside and don't want to work on the inside because the inside is the true battle the inside is where the fight happens the inside is where the war is between you, your spirit man and your flesh so it's an inner thing and God works from the inside out God does not work from the outside in he works from the inside out he begins to allow you to deal with all those things you thought about yourself all those things you spoke over yourself and he, he begins to deal with your low self-esteem he begins to deal with your insecurities he begins to deal with those word curses you accepted and the word curses you spoke over yourself and God begins to reverse these things he begins to place your insecurity and place you into him and he begins to place you know your low places and he shifts you into a place of believing again but you can't get that when you got people in your ear and you got God you got people on one side and you got God on one side so now you're confused now you're back in a war do I listen to God or do I explain to my friends why I can't do what we used to do for years so it's gonna take you making a decision to step out and to trust that when I step out of this familiar place and when I step out of this place of always doing things in a not in a way that's not that has not been wise and I start doing things in a way that God is leading me to do then you will begin to see that it's not too late for you to start the things that God has placed in your heart 
place in your spirit. And I encourage you, I encourage you, you guys, to find that joy in God. You cannot find that joy. You cannot find those visions. You cannot find that strength or that strategy nowhere else. If you want something that's going to last everlasting and you want something that's going to be sustainable, get your peace and get it through God. So that is all for today. But, you know, we'll be back this week. We're diving. And I want you guys to understand what my podcast is about. My podcast is about encouragement. But my podcast is to to make you think deeper, too. And I'm not telling you anything that I haven't had to do. I've had to really dig deep. I've had to really get in a place where I had to deal with my ugly. And because I've taken the proper steps to read books and I've taken the proper steps to talk to different psychologists and different people who've written books, different authors and read different books. And because I've taken that time to place myself around like-minded people and people that are older than me, people that, you know, have, you know, been through way more than me and even just younger people like I'm around, I, I place myself around people who see the future me people who see the God in me, people who are not going to talk about me. If I, if I call and I'm frustrated, they're still going to see the God in me and they're still going to understand that. Yeah, I know that you're human, but Hey, let's get back. Let's get the ball back rolling. I decided I wanted change. I decided that I am not my decisions. I decided that I am more than where I was. The things I was settling for, chasing people, wanting people to be in my life. And when God, and even in that moment when God was telling me, I don't want you to chase people, I want you to chase me. And when you chase me, everything that's supposed to be in your life will begin to chase you. And I began to realize that there is so much on the inside of me. And as I begin to read books, as I begin to pray, as I begin to get close with God, as I begin to have different friendships as my friendships as the dynamic of my friendships shifted I began to realize that God has so much in store for me and if God does it for me I know I know I know without a shadow of a doubt that he would do it for you so there's nothing impossible for God God can pull you out of anything you just have to be willing to put in the work to come out of it so that is all for today thank you for being a part of everything and more my podcast thank you for being a listener and i pray that this blessed you and until next time you guys i'll talk with you guys later peace out